0: this week in HPC by intersect 360 research this episode of this week in HPC is sponsored by Vern Global sustainable data center solutions for HPC visit vernglobal.com cooler HPC with Vern Global this week in HPC I've won thanks for listening to a special sponsored episode of this week in HPC with Intersect 360 Research, distributed in partnership with HPC Wire. I'm Addison (laughs) Snell with Intersect 360 Research, and this week in HPC, I'm joined by Dominic Ward, CEO and Tate Cantrell, CTO of Verne Global. Tate and Dominic, thanks for joining me.
1: Thanks for talking to us today, Addison.
0: All right, I'm excited for this conversation for both of you because this really fits in with a lot of trends that we're seeing in high-performance computing right now. For starters, why don't we, uh, Dominic, just in a a sentence, tell our listeners what Vern Global is and does.
1: Sure, I'd love to. Thanks, Addison. Vern Global is a data center operator. We provide digital infrastructure solutions that are 100% truly sustainable for both high intensity and high performance compute customers
0: and a a lot of that advantage comes from your location or co-location in Iceland. Now, what this essentially is, is a category we've been tracking is facilities outsourcing, which is on the rise. It's kind of a not really cloud computing because people still control their own resources. They can rent their own resources as part of your data center. And we're going to come to that in a second. But Iceland is a big differentiator here. And Dominic, I'll stick with you for a second. Talk about the advantages of Iceland for co-location for hosting a data center.
1: So we decided to try and find the most efficient place we could possibly find on the planet. We run entirely on renewable energy. We're powered by 100% renewable energy from hydroelectric and geothermal sources. One of the great things about having both of those sources for our renewable energy is that they're consistent and they're constant, they're predictable. So a lot of renewables around the world fluctuate. You see solar and wind power that has fluctuations naturally, but hydroelectric and geothermal energy is always there. It's always on. So we've decided to locate where we have that consistency, which is really critical for data center operations. And then on top of that, we have the natural climate benefits that Iceland brings to us. We're able to use fresh air cooling, which is guaranteed 365 days per year, because it has a perfect temperate climate for operating our data center facilities. So we really believe that we have the best location we could possibly find for high intensity compute and high performance compute. And it's not only more cost-effective, but also the perfect location for sustainability.
0: Uh, You know, I really appreciate this. I have been to Iceland and done a little bit of tourism there. It's a fantastic place to visit. and People will be familiar with the hot springs that are not far from the airport. And it's that free geothermal power that you're talking about. And it's actually um, although it's cool temperatures, it's quite consistent throughout the year. And I think a lot of times people have thought about, well, we'll put the, the, the data center someplace cold Tate, you and I were talking about that before, and you were saying some of the other areas, they actually get too cold and that can be a disadvantage.
2: Addison, you know, I have the benefit of being, uh, an engineer who was, who was, um, trained in alaska of all places and so i know a thing or two about engineering for cold temperatures and when you get really really cold temperatures i'm talking about minus 30 minus 40 degrees you really have to go a long ways in your infrastructure design to ensure that the integrity of the facility is maintained in iceland we're actually at the distal end of the gulf stream which is fantastic because that means when i'm getting on a plane uh, and and traveling to Iceland from Washington D.C., where where I'm currently located, um, there are many times during the winter where it's colder where I am than it is in Iceland, and and that again that's all due to the Gulf Stream. A typical winter day in Iceland, right around zero degrees Celsius, right at the freezing point.
0: Now, when we talk about this green energy here, I'm going to link this to cloud computing, which has been a major trend, of course, in HPC. We're seeing a lot of uptake of cloud, primarily for bursting. And we're going to get to some more of the statistics about that in a second. But one thing I've heard from time to time that's a bit of a head scratcher for me is people will be talking about reducing their carbon footprint. They're trying to reduce the facilities cost uh, in house. Now I get the the reduction of facilities, but people will say, well, we've reduced our carbon footprint by moving things to cloud and that inherently doesn't always make sense to me i live in california we have droughts here and i've heard people say before to me that they save water at home by showering at the gym and i'm like is your gym very far away do they not also have a, a drought at the gym you're you're moving the water consumption you're not really reducing it so that argument really only holds weight to me it, you know it's it's greenwashing in a sense you've said all right we're going to reduce our carbon footprint and then you outsource it well it's zero here but it moves somewhere else so we get a lot of that greenwashing now if we can actually move the uh the facilities to somewhere that that's using carbon-free power source or free air cooling and actually reduces the power consumption, that becomes a powerful argument to me. Are you hearing that with some of your customers where they really care about the uh, carbon emissions and then that makes the data center more attractive there?
1: All of them. Uh, And I'm delighted to talk about this. This this has been at the heart of everything that we have absolutely focused on from the very beginning of our business sustainability has been at the core of our business initiatives from the very outset and one of the reasons why we chose iceland was because it is the only country that has 100 percent renewable energy supplies and being able to start with that green footprint that carbon footprint that is zero really sets us apart now What we are really trying to encourage is customers to think about how their infrastructure, which is increasingly decentralized, can be even greener without attaching a green premium. We enable our customers to reduce their costs, be able to be more efficient with their compute, and also achieve what has become one of the most prominent discussions around the boardroom, and in corporate culture, sustainability. And of course, every company, every individual wants to do more, and we really enable our customers to do that. We enable our customers to not even have to think about sustainability. We already provide them with power and with the most optimal environment, particularly for dense compute, that they could possibly find. And that is something that we've always focused on, but right now the agenda for sustainability is so focused. And every customer of ours and every customer we speak to is really focusing on sustainability in a way that they were not even a couple of years ago. So we're delighted to see this. And and we are really delighted to find ourselves at the center of that trend, being able to provide that huge efficiency without any green premium attached to it.
0: Well, let's talk about some of the engineering that goes into that and Tate, I'll come back to you for this because it's one thing to say, all right, I'll put it in Iceland, but then you've got some work to do beyond that. You're talking about high density compute, you're talking about free air cooling, but then you also have people who want even higher density with liquid cooling, scaling that up, uh, uh, how you manage uptime, Uh, there must be a lot of uh, Uh, specific engineering that goes into high-density computation for Vern Global Data Centers?
2: There is. Um, Addison, we knew that uh, high-intensity compute applications were going to be at the heart of the applications that we served in our facilities. So from the very beginning, we've been going about data center design in the way where we expect to have literally cabinets that are rolling in that weigh a ton at a time. I mean, we we have seen announcements recently at GTC. We've looked at the, the Point of Vecchia um, chips that are coming out. I mean, these are 600-watt, 700-watt dies, and you're starting to see two, four, eight, sixteen 16 of these in a box, huge power requirements. And the only way that you're going to do that and be able to cool that effectively is if you get out in front of the engineering. And so we go through all of our designs, we do very detailed CFD analysis for our air-cooled systems. But more importantly, we can see that on the horizon, the only way that you're going to be able to continue to grow in your compute infrastructure is to be able to be able to take advantage of the latest applications and the latest hardware and more and more we're seeing that the hardware vendors are going to need to go to liquid cooling in order to get to these extreme densities um, that we're starting to see and and we're prepared for that we've been preparing for it since we started working in Iceland in you know 2011 2012
0: And you've got scalable offerings for clients as well. You can start with single racks and choose either air or liquid cooling, but then those also scale up into products you call data halls or ultra high density pods. Can you describe what those are?
1: So we've always been very focused on ensuring that we can provide solutions to customers that start out with relatively small requirements, but we want to grow with them and we want to enable their growth. So we're very happy to work with customers who maybe even start out with a very small footprint of a a few servers. But what we see increasingly is that these customers, these companies can grow incredibly rapidly. It's pretty much become a trend that every industry is now using artificial intelligence, machine learning, deep learning in any industry for many different types of applications. And that's putting a huge strain on the type of compute that they're using. It's driving more powerful processing capability. It's also denser. And every generation of processor that we see, whether it's CPU or GPU or, or more specific processors, it's becoming denser every single generation. And, and only last week, we learned about NVIDIA's latest chips. They're faster, more capable, they're denser, they're even more power hungry. And, and only a year or so ago, we were looking at NVIDIA systems, and some of our customers used them. The, the DGX-A100, for example, they top of the range, which was drawing power density of up to 6.5 kilowatts in one box. And the latest generation, which has just been launched, the DGX-H100, now is going to draw up to 10 kilowatts per box. There's not many data centers in the world that can handle even one of those boxes in a rack, let alone multiple systems in a rack. And yet, increasingly, applications in all industries are demanding higher density and more power. And so, this, this pace of innovation means that AI projects need this space, this density, and, and that has to be at the heart of the infrastructure that sits underneath it. So, our entire campus, which is AI workload ready, is dense. Capable. We're designed from the ground up to support this kind of high density compute that is growing at a phenomenal rate. So we're, we're very happy to see customers growing from very small footprints of a few servers to halls, which span up to megawatts of compute at a time.
0: And that's right in line with what we're seeing in our surveys. This machine learning becomes more common as a computational approach. We're seeing a high attach rate of GPUs into high performance computing. And actually now the most common configuration we're seeing is up to four GPUs per node. Now we still have so you know, a lot of ones and twos out there, but four GPUs per node is now the most common and a significant number are going to more than four GPUs per node. That increased computational density and the power and cooling that it draws is one of the major driving factors behind this notion of moving facilities elsewhere, either through facility uh, outsourcing or cloud computing. The challenge with cloud computing is that uh, for your everyday workloads that you run all the time, it tends not to be economical to go to uh, an on-demand uh cloud economics so while a high proportion of hpc users make some use of cloud for bursting we found in our software survey that by individual application users are telling us that 84 84% of the time that application is 100% on prem 1% of the time it's all in the cloud and the other 15% of the time it's it's some kind of hybrid and that's an economic argument is what people are telling us that they're they're better off um, owning or 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 leasing, managing those dedicated systems as opposed to having some sort of utility computing, it also gets to reproducibility of results. If you have um, if you have different configurations of hardware or software over time, you don't always get consistency in the results, and you want to know what the difference is by by model, not by by the the model you're running, not by the uh, configuration you're running. So. Where we see Vern Global fitting in is is kind of merging these trends, where you can have the dedicated resources that are you say this is our HPC, but you do get the benefits of moving the facilities uh, out. Now, the 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 last part of the the um, equation that you have to solve there is getting the data in and out of those systems, and that's where you benefit again from a lot of the investment that's gone into Iceland with uh, low latency connectivity to uh, both Europe and North America.
1: That's absolutely right, Addison. So we we have fantastic connectivity options for customers wherever they're located, wherever they're pushing data from, wherever they're trying to push it back to. So the way we think about Iceland and our location is that it's the most efficient place to do the processing. And it's much more effective to move the bits and the bytes over the subsea cable systems, that connect Iceland to mainland Europe and to North America, multi-terabit, high capacity, multi-redundant systems that enable them to do the processing in the most efficient location possible, and then push that data back when they're looking for the results of whatever the core application might be that they're running.
2: You know, Addison, our customers really benefit um, from the way that Vern Global thinks about the workflow of their applications, of the output that they're trying to get from their applications. Um, the reason people want cloud, the reason that they want HPC as a service type solutions, is because they want to try to simplify the workflow. And over the last decade, working 100% in the high performance compute uh, space, we we have learned how to integrate with our customers so that they can get the same. Um, effectiveness out of their equipment that they can uh, from a data center that's, you know, let's say within the same building as their offices, um, they can get the same effectiveness in a facility that's based in Iceland because we have HPC professionals uh, on the other end of a ticket or a phone line uh, that are really the, the the lifeblood in making sure that you're going to get um, you know maximum efficiency out of that that application, and so, so we we feel like when you when you pair um, the low latency connections uh, with the top of class equipment and the infrastructure to support that, if you have um, a team behind it that really integrates directly with the people who are running those applications, uh, that's that's really what our customers are looking for and benefiting from when they come to work with Vern Global.
0: Let's just talk about that infrastructure for a second before we close out. We've said in our research that Dell Technologies is the number one solution provider for high performance computing and AI. When you look at servers and storage and all the pieces that go into that, and Vern Global is a titanium partner of Dell Technologies. Can you talk about that, Dominic?
1: We're delighted to be a partner of Dell Technologies. We do see them as the industry leader for Total Solutions for HPC. They enable us to provide a full solution to our customers. We're a partner of Dell Technologies that is classified as a titanium partner. And that's because we work so closely with them to really deliver the very best in class, Dell HPC and AI as a service offerings to our customers.
0: So with all of these trends going toward facilities outsourcing and lower power consumption, uh, do you have any citable HPC references that uh, uh, that are proof points that you can give us?
1: Well, we're always delighted to count the customers that we have as our customers. We work with some of the, the largest users of high-performance compute in the world. Uh, we're always very happy to talk about them. One of the recent customers that now works with us is a computational fluid dynamics consultancy called Worth Research. They actually grew up with technology from the Formula One world uh, and now focus on CFD, largely for the built environment. And one of the things that we were able to help them with was enabling them to have the cost of their power and connectivity that we provide to them that is now equivalent to about three months of their electricity bill alone for an entire year of their operations. That's something we're very proud of. It's one of the things that we're really focused on, trying to work with our customers to ensure that we can reduce their total costs of ownership but also provide that on a sustainable basis and really understand the needs of each and every customer
0: our listeners can get more information about high-performance computing and AI data center solutions from Vern Global at verneglobal.com, V-E-R-N-E global.com. I've been speaking with Dominic Ward, CEO and Tate Cantrell, CTO of Vern Global. Dominic and Tate, thanks very much for joining me today.
1: Thank you very much, Addison. Great to speak.
0: Thanks, Addison. And thanks to you for tuning in. You've been listening to This Week in HPC, brought to you by Intersect 360 Research. Actionable market intelligence for high-performance computing. For more information, visit intersect360.com.